Hello everyone, and welcome to episode 149 of Lost in Translation 1. I'm May. And I'm Jay. And this time, we watch for the final code crown. Or, Teiki and Kiraiha versus the Bag Army, a complete showdown. And, When Worlds Collide. Or, Brad New Journey, Tokyo Showdown. I don't know who Brad is, but I do not trust him. <laughs> He's on a new journey. Oh, well... Maybe, maybe I should trust him. Maybe I should wish him luck on his new journey. I don't know why... Brad's new journey. Why is it killing me so much? I don't know. Brad's new journey. That's, it seems like like a... um. It would be like a Digimon like fan fiction, Brad's new journey. And it's got like a self-insert character, Brad. I don't know. Brad does sound like a Gary Stu someone would be playing in. Like a Final Fantasy saying, fan fiction. No, I'm saying like Mary Sue, like straight up like, this character is me. Literally me. Has the same name as me. Yes, that's what that means. Yeah. <laughs> Like, the self-insert means straight up your same name and everything. That's what Mm. that all implies. Which, there's nothing wrong with that, because, like, it is great to, like, think, oh, yes, I am. Don't say that defensively. We know you wrote that fanfiction when you were 12 and continued when you were 25. And I was in the the Slack roleplay, which is, like... You know, that, that was that was self-insert, and it's great, because it makes me feel good. But yeah, there's, there's no shame about self-insert, but Brad's new journey, though. Maisie's new journey. I don't know. So, there won't be any DigiNews or Lost News Lately Mon or Postman Pat this week, because we actually only released episode 148, like, three days ago. And the way the Postman Pat's going, like, I can't imagine there being enough for me to edit in a Postman Pat like we've done previously when we've done early episodes. So I will just put any postmod pad in with episode 150, which is will be the first two episodes of part two, which releases in a month from now, basically. Or, well, not a month from now, as of this episode being uploaded, but a month from as of recording this, which is July 2nd. So When you're yeah. listening to it, it's a month from now, but back unless, unless they're listening to the Raw, then they, are, they might be listening to it July 2nd because I'm sending it out straight after. Unless I pass out from pain. Hopefully in a month I'm not in agony. That'll be great. Uh, anyway, totally so, an option on the table. So yeah, there's not really any Digi News or Postman Pat that's worth mentioning. So we'll just move straight on to Obnoxious Synopsis. The first episode of watching this week is called Fall of the Final Code Crown. Or Taiki and Kiriha vs. the Bagra Army. A complete showdown. What do you think will happen in this episode? So I have to sort of come up with a, what would the end of the season look like if this were actually the end of the season and it all culminated in something legitimately interesting because the idea of the final code crown would suggest that that's like the last thing that they all do but i know that it's halfway through the season so there's got to be way more than this going on so like you have to resolve the blue flare and uh cross heart being opposed so they have to become friends at some point here Uh and because obviously they were completely against each other in the disc zone but don't worry about that that didn't matter the fact that kiriha abandoned a whole zone to die is actually just barely going to impact the way that Taiki um, responds to him, if at all. I would be honestly surprised if they even brought it up. Um, or if so, it's something they forgive immediately. Um, because after all, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, and you know, the Bagra army shows up, led by Tactimon with his... Oh. You know, I would say his ultimate Digimon, but I really think that he doesn't have anything. His ultimate Digimon really is him taking his sword out, which he hasn't done yet. Oh, right. And so I feel like we're just building up to that. So he's going to take his sword out in this fight, and then in classic Digimon fashion, because that doesn't matter, he's going to lose. Um, and the other thing is that Bagramon hasn't actually showed up yet, so it would make sense here in the final showdown sort of thing for him to be like, oh no, I'm actually the real bad guy. Did you guys know that? And all the kids hmm. would be like, what? No. What really? No. 
Um, and then he's the real bad guy. And now I think to myself and I go, well, what does every Digimon bad guy want? What do you think every Digimon bad guy wants, May? The real world, apparently. That is correct. And looking at the title of the next episode, that they go to Tokyo, that seems fairly obvious. So my stance is A, Bagramon says, I'm going to take over the real world too. And then he tears a hole into the between the worlds and he like, invades with the Bagra army. And then that gives us to the next episode where like, there are Digimon rampaging around. And I'm still iffy about whether or not humans can see them because it's always a 50-50 in other seasons and movies and stuff. Like, sometimes humans can totally see them and sometimes they can't at all. Um, mm. But given the way that they treated it at the beginning of the show, I get the feeling that they can't. Because remember, like, they threw a car around and stuff and you just didn't see anything. Right. So it's probably... And also they're all blurry and stuff until you grab, like, a crossloader. Right. Um, so do you, th- do you think anything will annoy you in this episode? Uh... Look, the, the whole, they're just car crashing the entire plot of the show. From what could have been interesting about, like, conquering a whole land to, like, okay, now that you've got all the code crowns, but, like, it's totally arbitrary because there's, like, a hundred of them. And how do you know this is the last one? The ba- There's no way for all the sides to know who has what code crown. So there's no way for them all to know who that the last one is here. It's really arbitrary, but moving past that, um, it's just a big car crash where everything's probably going to get more or less resolved in the sense that, okay, that story about Kokrans is done. It doesn't matter anymore because somebody has all of them now because we all fought about it. Probably Bagramon because if you gave it to Taiki, the show would be over. Do you think it'll be a good episode? No. What rating? Three. Jeez. That's like Bad. probably the, the lowest rating you, you've uh, predicted and probably... Oh, like wait until next episode. Oh, no. Uh, filler or not filler? It will. It can't be filler necessarily, but it's, it'll be crap. Right. Well, the second episode we're watching this week is called When Worlds Collide or Brand New Journey Tokyo Showdown. What do you think would happen in this episode? I sort of muddled them together and I said what I thought would happen in this episode as well. Because like the tearing the hole in the world is right at the end of the last one. So the fact that the Bagger army invades and no one can see them and it's a whole thing with the Digimon, the Digidestin, quote-unquote, really Taiki, uh, to actually address, that's all of this episode. And then humans can't see them and he's like, oh no, and he's, you know, it's a, it's a whole thing. So like Home Away From Home? Yeah, but more than one episode. Right. Because it's halfway through the season, how could we not have that? Right. So We have no good any- ideas. Do you think anything will annoy you in this episode? <sighs> Just the whole thing. Like, the complete abandonment of what made Cross Wars even kind of unique. Just them being like, oh, you know what? This wasn't working. Let's go back to adventure and do that. Just like every other season does. And uh, what rating? Two. So not a good episode. No. Filler or not filler? Bad. I mean, uh, not filler. Can't be, necessarily. All right, so any other predictions for either of these two episodes? I don't want to. I don't even want to watch them. All right, on to the show. Episode 29 starts off straight off the bat. They're in the zone and they're doing they're fighting for the code crown straight off at the start. There's no like, oh, previously we were doing a thing. There's no, oh, we just came from sweet zone. Hey, what have, how about Cutemon's parents though? We're just going to completely ignore the um basically the I want to say story that was set up from very early on that we were searching for Cutemon's parents. That's done. We're in sword zone now and it kind of when I, when I loaded up this episode, I felt that I had clicked on the wrong episode. Yeah, there was no, there's no last time on, and there's no context. You're yeah. like, oh, skip straight to it. Yeah, and there's, I don't know, it, or it felt like, oh, this episode is starting halfway through, or maybe 10 minutes in or something. It just didn't feel right. It just sort of jumped straight into the episode. Which really confirms my theory the last three episodes were like a movie that they just shunted into the season. <laughs> See, I didn't agree with you at the time when we were covering those episodes. Like, oh, no, they're fine. You know, it's something that was set up at the start. But to some extent, it's similar to the Zero Two dub talking about Willis at the start of Zero Two. 
and then never mentioning him again after the movie came out. And Willis, in this case, is Cutemont's parents. Yeah, because I don't remember Cutemont's parents ever being relevant ever again. Because they're probably I mean, I might not. Be, I might be completely wrong, but I don't remember them being relevant. So these two episodes, especially the way that episode 29 starts off with, oh, they're in Sword Zone, fighting. And considering the last episode ended with them just standing at the gate talking to Cutemont's parents. Like, they're not... They weren't tra- like transferring between zones, and you- the thing is, with every other episodes where we've done a zone transfer, the episode will end with them jumping through the portal and they're flying away, and they're saying, "Hey, what adventure awaits us next? What's Tactimon going to pull out pull out this time? What are we going to do?" Not his sword, apparently. Well, now in this episode, yes. He still doesn't. I was shocked. He, I think he does, doesn't he? No, he just keeps whacking them with the sword in the scabbard the whole time. Oh, I thought like that's why the um the wind started. In like the next, no, because he slams it on the ground. Oh yeah. It's in the next episode where it's like kind of implied he might have because he's holding in the air is all purple. Yeah. But he nev- it never like has an animation of him drawing the sword. So I was mm. like, I can't believe they built it up this whole time and then it was nothing. Yeah. No, no, that that, that is true. But yeah, what I'm saying is this episode doesn't, like, it doesn't flow like the other episodes have when there's his own transfer. So I feel like if you removed any reference to Cutemon's parents, it would be a fine. You'd have less episodes, yes, but I don't know. I feel like we didn't really get anything from that whole story arc. Oh, really? Nothing? Like If they also, died? If they if died it... and it was mentioned, like, Cutemon's stronger now or Cutemon's going through some stuff because he's just watched his parents die but had to save his friends, had to make a choice, that's good. That can be good writing. This is cheap. Like, it felt like Cutemon's parents were, like, this plot-convenient thing that was going to basically put the kids where they needed to be. And it was. Yeah. And it was always like, oh, Cutemon senses his parents or, oh, Cutemon thinks that his parents might be prisoners here. Let's ask about them. Like, it's a... I don't know. It's a plot... <laughs> You know that comic that I'm pretty sure I bring up quite often, which is Kulamon saying, Hey, I'm a plot device! <laughs> or exactly I'm a living that. plot device! Cutemon's the same. It, he's just... For this part, he's just a living plot device. Also, I, mean, I was also, totally right. Yeah? Tachymon's ultimate weapon, Digimon, was Breakdramon, and now they're never going to talk about it ever again. Yeah, that's also rubbish. I, I, I thought... I called that and I you have... fought me on it. You fought yeah, because... me. I have faith in this show. I was like, oh, it's got to be something else. It's got to be something wrong. else. No, apparently it was this, again, very movie-like thing of, oh, we're just bringing out the, the current uh, bad guy for this movie who will never be relevant again, uh, will have something to do with the way the digital world is now, might be in some prophecy, but has never been mentioned before, and will never be mentioned again, and also he's like the ultimate weapon of something. Um... And I'm disgusted that that describes a lot of Digimon like plot points. I'm really glad that after all these years, you're finally recognizing the patterns. Like I'm still enjoying cr- uh, Cross Wars, and I'm still enjoying Digimon. I'm not going to say, oh, I don't like Wrong. Digimon anymore. Stop that! Stop enjoying things. It's illegal. I would know. Like I- I'm not going to say that Cross Wars is worse than Frontier yet. Illegal. Stop enjoying. No, I'm just saying it's better than Frontier. I mean, look, Frontier is actively terrible, and Cross Wars is just the most mediocre thing you could possibly imagine. Yeah. So, yes, it wins by default, but only by default. And I think that's been the discussion the whole time I've been covering Cross Wars, is what's worse, painfully mediocre, or bad, or, and we're talking about in Tri's case, disappointing. Um, okay, okay. So there is, at least there is mediocre, but mediocre in like, it, it's entertaining, it's just nothing special, right? 
Yeah. And then there is mediocrity. That's like a five on ten the whole way through of just nothing, 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 serviceable, completely forgettable, which is very bad. And I actually think Frontier is more that than it is horrendously bad. Yeah. Like, it's not hilariously bad, like your samurai cops. It's mm. just forgettable, boring the whole way. Mm. And it's... I think it was really painful because they subjected you to more of it with all that Schrodinger's filler that it didn't need to. Yeah. At least Cross Wars doesn't have any... I mean, arguably, Cutemon's parents could count as Schrodinger's filler if you just took it out, like, nothing nothing would change. That's not what so, that is. That's just regular filler. Yeah, but it's still... I don't know. It's Schrodinger's still like... filler is a very specific phenomenon in which it is a series of filler episodes... Because they're all repetitive and they don't advance anything. But at least one of them had to happen because the same important thing happens in all of them. Right. Now, that's really rare. That does not happen very often. And that's, Yeah, you're right. No, yeah, you're right. The reason but it's I'm... called that is it might be filler or it might not be. Because something is being advanced. But if the same thing is advanced every episode, it can be implied that, and so that the other ones don't need to happen. But overall, Cross Wars still has a lot of good ideas. Like, I feel like that that's what I can say that's positive about Cross Wars is that it does do a lot of, like, the ideas are great. Like, they tried to branch out. They tried to make something new. The best part about that is how they abandon all of those ideas in the second part of this episode. Yeah, well... That's my, that's my favourite part. Oh, remember how everything's like, cross you cross all the Digimon so that like it's special and different? No, back to evolutions. No, they keep it. They do both. Eh, <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't know. It's, I'm just telling you what my impression is. I haven't seen it. Yeah. No, that, no, that is true. So, back to evolutions. All right, the- these kids who are around who aren't Digidestined, gone. Get rid of them. Uh, bring yeah. it back down to the main Goggle kid. Um, oh, we're going back to the human... No, no human world. Back to the digital world to, to address the problem. Uh, all the Code Crown stuff, it, it disappears because it's, ir- it's irrelevant now. Because it's just the bad guys up on, on Infinity Mountain if you go beat them because they rule the world. Like, everything mm. that was possibly... Uni- oh, the, the good guy's army, gone. Because they all disappeared after the last zone they were in. Yeah. They got scattered. It's been months now. So it really feels to me, these lo- this sort of two episodes here, that the writers said, we don't know where this is going, so we're abandoning it. Um, no, I, I don't get that feeling. I feel still feel like it. there's very much a storyline that they set out from the start and that they continue to work on. And we see at the end of episode 29 that it's uh, you, which is Nene's brother. Oh, is that who that is? Yeah. You know the character who Nene's been crying about? Like, oh, I was only evil because you. Yeah, that that's no, you and... No, I didn't remember because oh. I don't care. Yeah, well, this is the new uh, Cutemon's parents, I guess. He can't be the new Cutemon's parents. He's like, he seems to be an actual character. Well, well, Cutemon's dad has a hat. Okay, good point. <laughs> but he has a hat! Okay, okay you got me. He has anyway, a hat, I agree. Yeah. I'm not wrong. Uh, So we'll just continue with the synopsis then. So there's Greymon, and I completely forgot that Greymon was in this because, and I just saw him like, why is he purple? And we find out, you know, he's purple because he's evil, basically. Gold's his true color. Um, It's weird because like the bad Leomon turns into regular Leomon, so it implies they're different Digimon. But Greymon is just Greymon with a paint job. Yeah, it's just like uh, in Atmon, how they basically go a little bit purple when they're evil. Uh, That's just sort of what's happening here. I don't even remember Greymon ever being purple. That's and that's sad. Like sometimes in Cross Wars, I'll be watching something like I don't remember, despite it being only like a couple of years ago when I watched this. I don't remember things in Cross Wars. But I like Greymon. He's my friend. 
Is He's he? got swords. I like him. He seems to be kind of a jerk. I don't know. I like him. I like him, and I like his design. And I, like, and I think he's a jerk. Yeah, you're but right. Do you like but... his design of generic samurai man? There's like yes. four of these in this season. Yes, correct. Okay. So why do you like it then? Because it's the exact same as all the other Digimon. Um, I believe he evolves from Rudamon, who is Doramon's counterpart in the Pendulum X. Okay. And um. So he's also he should have been he should have been another character in X Evolution if I'm remembering it correctly that'd have been cool but he wasn't because they only like Doraemon. Anyway, so what I really like about this scene is that they're doing like kendo tactics which Zenjiro recognizes and he's well, reminded. It that, happens like once. Yeah, and he remembers that Taiki did the same tactic. So Taiki wins because it's, he's the protagonist and he gets the code crown, and then Shoutmon says that's what Gradmon gets for assaulting the zone's Digimon. In order to get the coat crown, in the dub, Shotmon's gloating about the strength of the fusion fighters, which seems like, I don't know, it just, I know that we're going for, in the dub, this personality that Shotmon has, which is very like, I'm the best, this team's the best, I'm the best, you're the worst, and he sort of gloats about that, but I don't know, it just, it's, it seems like a weird change, because in the original he's saying, oh, well, that's what you get for being evil, and that's... Again, that that is what a good guy would say to a bad guy is, ha-ha, you are evil and I have bested you and that's what you get for doing an evil thing. How dare you be a jerk. And I felt I feel that's fine. If, like, all characters do that. That's just a thing. Especially in Shonen, they just go, ha-ha, serves you right for being the antagonist. I am the protagonist. That's literally not a line said in any Shonen ever, but okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, bro- I'm, like, a little bit paraphrasing. So then we have one of the uh, the Deva from Tamers that says, just as the rumours say, cross heart of the true savers of the digital world. That's fine. You know, there's been whispers between the zones about the team cross heart who's saving the digital world. Or How trying do they to. communicate between zones? I don't know. There's whispers. Like Digimon, like Beelzemon, who can go and probably the Bagra army can transfer between zones, and they've been talking about like the Red Fusion Loader, because we've always come across a, an evil Digimon who's like oh, the Red Fusion Loader. But yeah, but that makes sense within the Bagra army. But why would there be rumors between Digimon who aren't associated? Because obviously, like the Bagra army from... would be talking about the savior of the digital world. Yeah, well, that's something that might, they might have extrapolated on their own by like oh. They're scared of this red fusion load of the cross load, the uh, the cross heart team. Oh well, so this is not a prophecy, right? Yeah, well, in the dub, <laughs> hey. it was yeah. I'm and I was like, oh, Jay's gonna love this. Oh, the, I did. The the exact line is as was written in the prophecy, which says the fusion fighters would save the digital world. And they're called the fusion fighters in the prophecy. Like that's yes. berserk. And it's just like they went from like okay, there's a rumor that there's a guy, or a team rather, saving the digital world, to, it's, ah, it was in the prophecy. Which like, is amazing, because if there was a prophecy, wouldn't they all be behaving totally differently? When they wouldn't, heard the name Fusion Fighters, wouldn't they be like, oh, we have to help you right now? Wouldn't any characters be mentioning the prophecy ever? Prophecies like, are important. I feel like... You can't just... No, but Bagra Army would have said, oh, it's like the prophecy, or someone would have said the prophecy. Not episode 29, someone's mentioning the prophecy. I mean, that is very Digimon, to just suddenly pull a prophecy out of nowhere. It's one of the most Digimon things I could say. Like, apparently, like, this is around the point in the season where the show goes, oh, man, we need a prophecy, eh? This is the point in the show where the writers totally give up. Yeah, just like, oh, how do we write something convenient, our prophecy? But in the original, no prophecy. 
We can rest easy a, with the original. There's like a glass cabinet in the office which just says prophecy on a piece of paper inside. It's like breaking case of emergencies. No, oh no, I was thinking of something different where it says breaking case of um, writer's block and it just says prophecy. Yeah. Well, that's an emergency. Yeah, I'm like, oh, sh- oh no, oh no, we've got writer's block. Or, oh no, the best writer's on, on strike. Okay, what are we going to do? I'll pull out a prophecy. <laughs> was this around the time of the writer's strike? It could have been. Uh, no, the writer's strike was like 2007, and this was oh, okay. 2011. Okay, well, I didn't. I don't remember when it was. I think there might have been a second one, but I think that was 2013. Well, I'm so not would sure. Would it have affected Japan? I don't know, I think it was... Um, Probably not, it was like Hollywood writers. Yeah, I thought it was Hollywood. So Taiki noticed that Greatmon's in pain, and then all of Taiki's uh, code crowns form one code crown, and they heal Greatmon and his gold again, so that's normal. And... Is just this sort of is happening? It's not just to Grademon; it's actually happening all like to all the zones where the zones are reforming. And Kiriha shows up and is basically here to say, "Hey, the digital world's reforming now." Well, all the because you found the last code crown, I guess this answers one of my questions. And I'm going to be honest; this is probably the only good thing of the episode. Yeah. Where my question was, how do they know it's the last code crown? How do they know that something important has happened? And the answer appears to be. Because all the zones have this weird additional reaction once all the code grounds have been found. Mm-hmm. And they put the flags, which I don't know how the how the world is designed to do that, but whatever, let's pretend it is. Um, they put the flags of the conquering teams up over those zones so that you know who has them. I love it. Don't. It's bad, but whatever. <laughs> I love the general mechanic. I just, I really do. It's just... It's I don't complete know. nonsense. I don't know. Because I like it. why even bother? It was all a prophecy anyway. True. Everything's always a prophecy. Then, in the dub, Christopher mentions that only Taiki zones are reforming, Ooh. and only, only the Digimon in the zones are becoming good that Taiki has the code crowns of. That, I, know, I have no idea. I think I know why that is, right? Why? Because there's a strong implication, right, that if Taiki zones are all becoming good, then mm-hmm. what is happening to all the evil zones? I'm still thinking about the zone that Kiriha has that just kind of exploded. Yeah, that whole place. Um, while it is... Okay, they go on to discuss the idea that Digimon cannot die. Their souls are immortal. So if you want them to live and you control the Code Crown, yeah. then they come back to life. Mm-hmm. Thus meaning that Digimon cannot die and there is no tension or stakes in anything that happens. Only if you care. So, for example, if Kiriha went to a zone and a bunch of Digimon died or turned evil or whatever, Kiriha doesn't care. So I have... I feel that it's implied that those Digimon would not come back to life. But because but if Taiki... chose to care, they'd be alive again. Yeah. So basically, the good in Taiki helped the Digimon, like Mad Leomon, to be reborn as Leomon, and all the previous bosses being reborn as good Digimon. Also... Because Taiki wanted it to be. It seems evident to me that if you are strong enough, and your basic will, like, returns someone to life... Doesn't that mean that if you want something to die, that they would just die? Yep. Well, they would stay dead, rather. No, if you wanted them to, if you wanted someone who's dead to come to life, that's a much bigger deal than taking someone who's alive and killing them. Mm, true. So the amount of energy that would take, if you just wanted them to die, then they would die. So, I, so if I had a zone, Cutemon's parents would stay dead. Gotcha. Yes, they never even died in the first place, but you'd kill them. You'd kill them the first time. I know. I, well, I kind of like the um, the evil Digimon re- being reborn as good Digimon. I'm never like 100% on whether or not I like the fact that Digimon don't fully die. Like they're, they're just reborn because I don't, it feels like it removes a lot of stakes that, oh, a Digimon has died. That's what I'm trying what to happens? say. Yeah. That's what I feel in every season. And you're like, no, they tend to data so they, don't, so they go away. And, Even that's though we've seen like, in- and that's what I think a lot of people like, not just myself. 
about Tamers how Leomon stays dead. And in Adventure, people really like that Wizamon stays dead. It's sad, but he dies. And Leomon's death is sad, but he dies. And we have, you know, characters actually reacting to their death. Man, in hindsight, and, that poster wasn't a spoiler. He didn't come back. Yeah, in, um, yeah, in, if we're talking about Try, and I guess brief spoilers for tra- Chapter 6, Wizamon shows up in like a sort of like a dream sequence, briefly, doesn't talk, shows up for about a second, is just kind of there isn't really fully shown but I'm so glad they didn't bring him back like fully to life because I don't know there was a lot of emotions there because he died and I think Hikari was able to be who she is because Wizamon died I don't know I I I, I I'm glad when they don't just revive characters that are dead like Leomon stays dead Wizamon stays dead um if they do another try again spo- brief spoils for try Makumon should stay dead. I like Makumon, I like Mako, but... Brief spoilers, big spoilers. Like, I don't know, it just... Brief but big. I don't know, the but deaths to, at that magnitude, if they mean that much and they have enough of that, that much of a response and characters react to it, stay dead. I don't know. It just feels like it's a cop-out when they revive them. And I think I go through that every time there was a death. And I, meant th- I went through it in episode 148. Deaths mean more when they're deaths and not brief pauses in living. So Tactimon builds a random castle in front of the children and approaches them and says that they're trapped, they can't do zone transfer, and Taiki reloads release Digimon. Why did they develop the technology to prevent zone transfers when, like, they're trying to stop... The only thing that this does is it stops cross-loaders from changing zones, presumably, Mm. and they don't have them, so they could never have tested it. And no one else has them other than, like, three children. So it's not like they could have had very much time to develop it. And, yeah. like, no one... You, other than that, no one can change zones. So how did they How did they come up with this? Why did... Like, this is a really big deal to say, like, oh, yeah, my tower over there stops you from transferring zones. The code crowns give you that ability. If you can stop the code crowns, then doesn't that mean you can develop technology that makes all of this conflict pointless? Yeah. <laughs> I know I know I've hit something really dire that like undermines the whole season where you just hesitate and you're like, oh no, oh, well, no. Welcome to a segment that I like to call May would be a really good Digimon bad guy. Because what I would have done is that whenever a human has shown up in the digital world, I Shoot would say with a gun. Hey, n- that or I'm going to build this giant, giant tower which stops them from transferring to, to another zone to get any more code crowns. And I do that when they first show up before they make friends with the Digimon and can destroy the tower. Because obviously you had developed that technology already for some reason. Yeah, well, apparently, like, we're not shown that, oh, this is only, like, he can only build this tower now because they're all in the same zone or he can only do this now because it's, besides the meaning that it's relevant to the plot, because all the code crowns are there. Like, there's no reason given. It's just sort of, hey, the tower's there, I guess. Also, it can tran- it, no one can do zone transfer now. Well, Thanks, something Claude. that was something that was very um, something that was very significant was, was when Chinglong Mon was he said, "This is the reason why I gave you these digivices, and this is what they mean." Yeah. In this case, when we get it next episode, Omnimon doesn't mention it because how did he get a crossloader? What what are these things? Did you just compliment Zero Two? I mean, it was an advantage, but mostly it wasn't a compliment because that whole thing was dumb. But, like, this is particularly dumb that they don't even bring it up. Mm. And, uh, yeah, so I 
that's why I've written in my notes and I've called it before a random castle because it's just sort of, yeah, it's cool. It looks cool. I like its design. Um, when does he, how long has he had this power for? Why hasn't he used it before? Why is he using it now? Um, I'd, I like to think that the dub basically implies that he's always had this power because Greymon says, well, the good thing about switching sides is you know where the enemy's weak point is. So that's why he knows how to destroy the castle. So that leaves me to believe that this tower attack that stops zone transfers has just been there for a long time. They didn't give any reason for why it's a thing. You're just meant to accept it. Like, oh, yeah, no, of course, every bad guy would have one of those. Yeah. So Nene says that she wants, well, sort of vaguely says that she wants Kiriha and Taiki to work together because they have no choice, and the only way to zone transfer out is to destroy that tower. In the dub, Kiriha's so much angrier and meaner and calls them weaklings, and he's just, he's less sassy and more mean. In the original, he's just like, kind of like a bit of a smart aleck, and he says how... He's like, oh, Nene, you're always so manipulative. Like, you, you're, you're, you, what you're saying is you want us to work together. In the dub, he's just like, oh, I'm not going to work with some weaklings, but I guess I have to. And he's just really mean about it. Well, I mean, he's always been a jerk. So it's not, even, it's not like it's out of character. Mm. And it's the sort of thing where, like, they set it up last episode. There was a big deal with him. This is what I mean by, like, I really feel like they're abandoning every, every idea they had because they were bored of it. Were they setting something up with Kiriha was, like, a big deal? Like, oh, he's acting all weird and different, and now it's just going to be completely not important? Yeah, well, Kiriha has kind of been acting weird in different spots randomly. Like, sometimes he'll be acting fine, sometimes, like, Taiki will f- see, like, a nice person with him in him, but other times he just says that he sees, like, this horrible person within him, so... Man, Decadramon must be so confused. Yeah, and then again, like, yeah, you're right. Decadramon, like, said, hey, this person is the true person with some heart. Also, we still haven't gotten any of Kiriha's backstory. 20... What, 29 episodes in. Yeah. And yeah, I think like, we that... covered... What's his name? Th- Thomas's... What was his name? Yeah, Thomas's backstory, yeah. Thomas. We covered a bunch of his stuff by now. Well, at this point, I believe we just found out that his mum died because she got hit by a truck and he felt bad because of it. So, like, we but, knew why yeah. he was a bit weird. Like, we, well, we, we started to get a sense of his character. Yeah, but we didn't learn about his family being vaguely racist because he had round eyes, apparently. And that was, like, episode... I want to say America 30 or 40. Oh, that wasn't American. They were, like, Dutch or whatever. Yeah, they were Austrian. And they were all like, hey, you have your mother's eyes. They're round and I hate them. Oh, no, no, that was the opposite. It was, um, you have your mother's eyes, you're, you're Japanese, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because it was the Austrian family that was bad, not the Japanese family. Well, ra- Japanese people can't be racist. <laughs> yeah. That's never so, happened in any anime ever. Yeah, for some reason I completely forgot. But yeah, it was vaguely racist reasons for, um, well, not vaguely racist, actually racist. Straight up. Yeah, just straight so up racist. So straight up they, like, had to, they had to get rid of it in the English. Mm. I can't remember what she said in the English version, but... I think it was like she was a commoner or something? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was replaced with... Replace uh, you are Japanese with you are a commoner. Which is much, which is legit better. Well, I think in the original it was both. It was like, she's poor, also Japanese. Yeah, but... the Japanese was clearly the worst part. You're like, Ugh. Mm. Well, it made her a good villain. Like, you... Yeah, I, a I villain who was the... never a real villain and was never confronted. She wasn't a villain, she was just a person who was mean. Hashtag still a better villain than Karada. Point. Yeah. Like, imagine not if difficult. The, the big bad was actually just Thomas' mum. Dude, grandmother. 
Oh, grandma, yes. Oh, yeah. Man, the mom. Oh. Yeah, oh, the mom's good. Oh, no, but imagine if, like, she faked her own death to give her son serious psychological harm. What? Why? Actually, <laughs> I don't know. She's actually what? big bad. I'm just making, I'm just trying to make my uh, misspeak a little bit better. This is the worst idea I've ever heard. You should be embarrassed. <laughs> I know. Very bad. Ocean bad. Something I noticed in the dub is that they keep on adding Jeremy. And I think in the original, Zenjiro's pretty much over his little crush on Nene. Like, he doesn't really reference it that much. Because like, they're abandoning all the ideas they had. He hasn't referenced it for, I want to say, <laughs> ten episodes. It's been, like, in the, three. Oh, no, it feels like ten. In because, the dub, uh, they just keep on forcing in these, like... Like, for example, right now, Jeremy's mad that Christopher's talking to Nene. Instead of him just being generally upset that they have to work with someone who basically tried to kill them, like, a couple of episodes ago, which is reasonable. Tactimon says that his blade was sealed by Bagramon, and he does this big sort of, like, windswept attack, and then Zenjiro says my favourite line in all of Digimon, and I know I say that quite often, but he says he's worried that his hair's going to get swept back, and I don't know, I really enjoyed this. It was really cute. And in the dub, he just says he needs some goggles, which... I feel like it's less good. Taiki's like, ha my time has come. And he still doesn't use his goggles. He uses them sometimes. Not as bad as uh, Takato in the sandstorm. You're never going to let that go, huh? Nah, never. Isn't he the one who uses them underwater, though? Yeah, he also uses them underwater. But my main point is that he doesn't use them in a sandstorm. So the Digicrosses diffuse and Tactimon is able to get the code crown from the children. Damimon and Black Knightmon, meanwhile, are showing up to Bagramon. And then back to Team Crossheart, Taiki thinks of all the good Digimon who'll be evil again. And then Cross Team Crossheart, because they're protagonists, are able to break through being held because they're using Taiki's will. And Tactimon attacks the children. And Greymon saves him because Greymon was saved by Taiki and he wants to return this debt. And we find out that basically like the threat that Greymon says at the start of the episode is more like almost a promise to get even, but not in, like, a violent, like, I'm going to get you way, like, in a I'm going to get even and repay the debt of being saved. Well, I got the sense that, like, he was... He changed his mind in the meantime. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like Greymon. And he's a very beautiful boy. Anyway, so Greymon sacrifices himself to destroy the castle. And, as I mentioned earlier, in the dub, there's an added line where he says he knows the weakness because he changed sides. And Taiki starts crying. And I so badly wanted Cutemon to say, but boys don't cry. But of course, we're not mentioning that ever again. Why did you want that to happen? Because it would be a reference to the episode that just happened. A reference unto it? No, but that never happened because it was a movie. Yeah, you're right. I know. I wanted it. I wanted you so badly to be <laughs> Keep wrong. Keep thinking and... about it. Keep thinking. It becomes more and more apt every moment. I don't... I just... Why? Why? It could have been a good story. Nah, it wasn't. It what do you mean? It was never had a chance. Mm. So the castle's destroyed, and Beelzemon wasn't wasn't able to get through before because of the barrier, which is good. I like this that they kept the fact that he's not actually in the crossloader. He just kind of shows up because he can. So he can show up now because the castle's destroyed. Then they make Cross Five B, and then Taiki also reloads all of his Digimon, which he's never done before. So I really enjoyed just lets this. Just everyone out. Yeah. And Tactimon's blasting off again. feels like a really weird like, season finale thing to do. Yeah, because this is How like... How did they punch him through like a portal? I don't... Well, I feel like Bagramon like grabbed him or something. Oh no, he went through the portal, the, the real world, didn't he? I don't know. I feel like Bagramon's yeah, to blame. And... <laughs> okay, if we don't yeah. know, we'll just get blamed. I, I don't know. But, uh, I, yeah, so 
what you just said about this being a um an end of season thing to reload all the Digimon, it more or less is the end of the first part. Like episode thirty, which is the next episode, is more like a um it feels like a little movie sort of thing. I don't know. Another one. Yeah, another one. Not the cute mon's parents one. Slow so mug on the ground. Another one. So, uh, Cross Wars doesn't get a movie. Instead, it just gets, like, cute mon parents. Well, that that was stroke. essentially what it was, with all the same setup. It was pretty much, without the budget, the same movie as the one with, um, Bedroom... Well, not Bearmon and Kendomon. I don't know what they're called. No, it was... No, the, um... Oh, the, you mean the best part of Frontier? Yes, it was that. But it wasn't good. <laughs> yeah, but it still was the best part of Frontier. Yes, that's true, because Frontier was very bad. They even made Zoe remotely useful at some point. Well, not as much that. as not as much as uh, Koji and Takuya. Anyway, so Bagramon reaches to get all the code crown, and we find out that he's brother of Axe Nightmon. So I believe oh, hey, you often what's up ask, with that? "Did Digimon have family?" And apparently they do. But this part doesn't make any sense at all. How come it was framed as though Team Twilight was against Bagramon when there's like no reason for this deception ever? Do you still trust him? Like, do no you one trust ever him trusted him. Back- like, do you, do you trust him enough to, like, not backstab him? Because there might be some backstabbing, I don't know. What do you mean? I don't remember anything about the show. Raidmon's what, purple. Try to, try to make a point. Like, why would Dark Knightmon feel the need to not just tell people who which side he's on? Why wouldn't the lieutenants for Bargramon know that he was on their side? The script? The only reason I could come up with. And Is I did script. put thought into this, I, like a legitimate thought, a legitimate reason, and le- wow. le- even the legitimate reason is stupid. But the only motivation that we that we know that the generals have, Blastmon, Tactimon, and uh, what's her name? Uh, Laylamon or Lilamon, whatever her name is. Yeah. The only motivation we know that they have is that they want to be the successors of Bagramon. And that's what they're competing for, right? Mm-hmm. So it's possible that if they knew he had a brother that was on their side, that they would assume that they couldn't possibly be the successor because he would be, because he's the brother. That's, that's actually a very good reason, and I will and thus, go with that reason. And they wouldn't have stayed on side. That's the mm. only reason I can imagine, and it is way too complicated, and they never mention, they never mention it, they never even really say anything about it. I had to build all that from scratch, and I'm not the target audience. I'm not right. 12. Well, arguably... And I would not have picked that up if I was 12. Arguably, at one point, we said... We, we had a theory about Atmon, and we said they will never think of this, and then they did it, so... What, what if it's the same thing? Atmon's new, not from 2011. Nothing was good in 2011. True. True. So we find out the team Crossheart were blasted home, and then we, the before we get on to episode thirty, the Digimon data collection is Kabuterimon, and I was like, oh man, they're gonna miss say it in English again. Nope, they say it perfectly correctly, and I have no idea why. I expected it to be Kabuterimon, like it was with um, Mega Kabuterimon. I was kind of disappointed. Like I'm glad that they managed not, and also the typo with in the data collection in the dub for Mega Kabutierimon was actually written as Kabutierimon. <laughs> totally um, forgot about Kabutierimon. Kabutierimon in this episode was written correctly and it said correctly, but it also now I'm makes sorry, no sense. Sorry, Kabutierimon. Kabutierimon and his name was not Kabutierimon, it was just Kabutierimon. So they don't evolve to each other anymore cuz I don't think Kabutierimon evolves to Mega Kabutierimon. It could be. You don't know. It could mm. be one of those paths. It's in one of the obscure toys that you probably own but haven't touched in years. Actually, the uh, Mega Kabutierimon toy actually comes out this month, I believe. Yes, July. It come- the Evolving Spirits, which I'm pretty sure are the only Digimon figures I'm going to continue collecting. 
because well, it's a they... dead franchise, though. It's not a dead franchise. Well, it's a pretty dead franchise. <laughs> I will die on this hill. I like the franchise. The, sh- the start of episode thirty has the old uh, "Hey, how much time has passed?" Oh, half a day. Where we have the kids come home, so we have literally every home. season. Yeah, it's every season where the characters come home. Like, oh man, my parents are gonna be so annoyed. I've been gone for like a year. Oh man, what's gonna happen? Oh nope, half a day's passed. It's just like I've been out for lunch. So all of the selfies that Akari took, because she's the precious millennial snowflake that she is, has, has like she, all the photos of Digimon ha- aren't there anymore. It's just photos of her and Zenjiro and Taiki. Well, the weird part is that because they're all so close in, and she obviously only took them all in like the green zone. Mm. None of like the weird digital world stuff that would have proved that she was correct as well shows up. And yeah. why wouldn't she have taken photos of that stuff? I'm pretty sure she did take photos of, like, um, all the digital stuff that was in the sky. I think she took photos <laughs> of that. So that's, yeah, that's also not there. So Akari's whole family's laughing at her, and it's kind of like a sad scene. And then we can Because she spent, like, yeah. ten minutes trying to explain what she did to them all. Yeah. And meanwhile, we have Taiki's mum, who initially looks like she actually believes him, but then says, oh, you should write stories. In the dub, she's very impressed. She, yeah, in the dub straight away, she's like, "Oh, I don't believe you." So it's not like that sort of mini joke. Also, um, Taki and Shoutmon are upset because she called them Digi Whatevers. Well, why but would she remember? It's such like a mum thing. Like, oh yeah, your you and your Digi Whatevers, and your Poker Blades and your Digi Goes. Well, it's it's like when people look at the Xbox and like, are you playing the Nintendo? Yeah, or like every gaming console, yeah, is the Nintendo. It's like, when we went to Japan, my mum was like, oh, did you want to see if they have Nintendo DSs in there? And she pointed to the Sony building. Uh, <laughs> like, year old yes, May I'd love was, to know. Yeah, 13 or 14-year-old May was not amused by this. So Taiki, Zenjiro and Akari are hanging out. They're pretty sad. And what I'm really liking is that uh, Shoutmon's sort of like, um, almost like Gatchmon in the chip. So again, Atmon has grabbed bits and pieces from other seasons and made them work. And I like it. And something else that I liked is that these are basically the season two clothes that we get now. They have a clothes change because it's a new season. I did notice that. And obviously yeah. it's not the final clothes change for Taiki because he has to get like the, brand, the um, what's it called? I want to say like the, yeah, the branding. What do you mean? He gets the cross heart thing. Like his shirt's not complete. Oh, right. It's, it's design is not correct. Because <laughs> as we know, no a, a character if they're going to have their design leaning all one way they have to have something to complete it otherwise they're weird and unbalanced mm. that's why Akari has a heart there because otherwise she would have looked weird true Taiki hears the voice that gave him the crossloader and this sort of motivates him to run off and also there's a bit where um, Zenjiro says yeah my parents didn't believe me either in the dub he says that his dad took away his video games so the dub's like hey remember <laughs> that character thing we gave him no I don't <laughs> Well, here we go. Here's a reference. And then they make the most annoying change besides uh, the chocolate brownies in um, Zero Two that are actually Onigiri. So Taiki wants to make things even. He wants to fight Zenjiro like, with Kendo, and he wants to take them out to eat. It's just, it's just uh, the black pasta. You see it everywhere. Uh, no, nope, the, the, the dub has decided to make it chocolate pasta. <sighs> I mean, to be honest, if you replace the word chocolate in the subtitles, you probably wouldn't be able to tell the difference, because everyone acts as though it's weird, and then the reaction at the end is, well, that wasn't so bad. But it's just Italian food. Like, there's the Italian flag everywhere, but they're just saying, oh, no, this is chocolate pasta. No, it's just... You know, Italy, famous for its chocolate. (laughs) Chocolate pasta. That's what I go whenever I go to get pasta. The chocolate variety. And I feel like 
Akari and Zendro are acting weird because Taiki's acting weird all of a sudden. And then he takes them to the park and then he gives Akari a uh, bag and the dub has an added line of, why are you giving me my bowling ball? I don't know why. Bowling ball? I'm not sure. way too big. Did Did I miss something? Why is it now a bowling ball? I guess it's a big bag, but like, I don't know. So they basically discover that Taiki's doing all this because he wants to go back to the digital world because he needs to help. And then he hears the voice again. And he sees a an Omegamon Digimemory in the dub. Angie mentions that this is where Taiki got the fusion loader. In the original, she mentions that this is how they got to the digital world. I, I can't know, help but a- think this is a little bit out of order, where he says, like, I have to go alone. And like, no, we're definitely going with you. And then he's later told, oh, no, you have to go alone. I can only do it this way. I think yeah. it implies that he was told, oh, no, you can only go alone. And then he's telling them, and then he gets told again. But... It sort of feels like the scenes went the wrong way. No, well, I feel like he's doing that because Taki and Zenjiro didn't want to go there in the first place. They always wanted to go home. Akari that's what they and Zenjiro. Were, that's what they did for the first couple of episodes. They wanted to go home. That was sort of their deal. And now he kind of feels bad because he, ha- he has to leave them because they have no real sort of place in the digital world. They almost got killed. They didn't have Digimon. They wanted to go home the whole time. They only went because they grabbed onto Taiki when he was going through the portal. But like, so, because so it's just... a, um, a Digimon Home Away From Home episode, we get Tactimon attacking, and he's sort of like this um, fuzzy sort of digital image attacking things that no one can see except for the Chosen Children. Oh, well, it's all exploding. Like it's a huge centralized earthquake around. It's crazy. Yeah, and it's very much like Home Away From Home. Remember how Omegamon, uh, not Omegamon, Ogamon was attacking things and no one could see him, but the damage was still there. I oh, know it's very, very similar, but on a larger scale. Omegamon explains that the Digimon in the Digimemories save the digital world once. In the dub, they basically, they straight up say that he's a member of an Order of Knights. So it's... I'm just, oh, the Royal Knights. Okay, great. Well, they're, they're just... They're just a bunch of Digimon who save the world. They're not necessarily the Royal Knights, but the dub seems to want them to be. Well, the subtitles say that. That's in the Japanese. Yeah, no, but then it's not like the order of royal of uh, a royal order of knights. It's just an Digimon knights. Like That's it's it? different. Oh well, it's, it was strongly enough implied to me. I think. Yeah, but they're not the royal knights. Uh, it seems like it might be. Just because Omegamon's there. I mean, yeah, that's legitimately a helpful part of it. Yeah. Also, the title card for this episode in the original and like oh, both versions because both of them show it, just straight up show Omegamon, and I'm just like. I hate when the title cards do that. I mean, I guess it's not a huge thing. I don't know. Anyway, so Omegamon says he can only send Taiki back. And Taiki says that losing Akari and Zenjiro will be a loss for Crossheart. And says that if they find out a way to get to the digital world, they should come and fight so they can fight together. And this is another point where the dub decides to add in more Jeremy being creepy. So Jeremy says that he wants Mikey to say hi to Nene for him. It's creepy. He keeps on mentioning Nene. I think in the original, he's well and truly over Nene. The dub, still hanging on. I don't think he is. I just think you haven't had the opportunity to see it recently because things were busy. Yeah, but I feel like the dub is turning up to 11. Anyway, Taiki leads Tactimon away from people because even though he's not really there, the damage is and that can hurt people. So again, Taiki is being Tacti. And we find out that Tactimon's absorbing the power in the real world and getting bigger, which I'm pretty sure we've seen in a lot of Digimon before, absorbing power, getting bigger, especially in the real world. I do have to say, I was wrong about Bargamon's plan being to take over the real world, I think. Because Tactimon goes, 
what the hell is this place? Now we can conquer both worlds. Like, he's only just got the idea. I feel like his main goal is destroying, like, killing Taiki, though, because he's he's led away just to fight Taiki. But yeah, you know, no, you're right. He's not, his goal isn't to conquer this world, really. Like, he's, he just sort of showed up. Like, he got sent here by accident. It's weird, though, because he's obviously, he's still intelligent, yet he decides to be like, Bruh! Yeah, he's more like a dumb kaiju in this episode, and that's not Tactimon. He he doesn't feel like Tactimon in this episode. It's just well, and then he he becomes once he sees Taiki, he's like, oh no, all right, back to being me again. Yeah, and again, when he first shows up, it is a lot like Ogamon just attacking because he's attacking without rhyme or reason. He's just attacking because it's the sake of attacking. He's very dumb. He doesn't have any like apparent sentience or what have you. So Taiki uses Darktimon Digimemory, and then Tactimon does my favourite thing in all of Digimon, which doesn't happen enough. He just picks up Akari and Zendro and says, hey, throw away the fusion loader, or I will kill your friends. And I will always like when murder is actually threatened by the bad guys, when the bad guys actually do something bad. Like, in the last episode where he shot bullets at him? Yeah. Actually, like, how many times have I said my, that my favourite thing in Digimon will always be where the evil Digimon turns away from the Digimon and says, I'm going to kill the child instead. That's great. It's so good. It doesn't happen enough because it's scary, but it's good. Tactimon calls Akari and Zenjiro insects and they say that they're not insects. And then the dub actually improves this scene by having them say how they're a team. And I feel like it's a lot more meaningful when they say, but we're a team. We work together. We're we're good. We're different from you because we work as a team and we will defeat you. That's cool. And then we have a cool moment. Them just saying, we're not insects, and that leading into a cool moment doesn't feel as good. The dub can do something right, I guess. Okay, so here's an important question. Yeah. Okay, so you're Tactimon, right? And you just yep. fought these kids, and they basically couldn't possibly beat you except in these like, really minor circumstances that are unlikely to happen again. Mm-hmm. And because they had all this backup, which they don't have now. Okay, so... Um, how... So, basically, Tactimon has no chance of losing if he just fights Taiki straight up. Would yep. you agree? Yep. What possible reason could he have for not immediately crushing these two kids into paste because it's in the script and that would be too horrifying and also they're needed to do the evolution yeah i know which is why he should be more motivated to crush them not not that he would know that but i don't think he's in a position he needs to be in a position where he deals with them like he doesn't need to hold them hostage because he doesn't need anything he's Mm. going to win no matter what so if he just crushes them right now then he can move on and mm. win the fight afterwards. I just, it's so obviously counterproductive. And I mean, it's not like I ever suspended my disbelief in the first place. Mm. But if, if I did, this would have killed it. No, I, I see your point. What happens next, and I really like the aspects that come from each child, because Akari's courage and Zenjiro's friendship, the fact they gave Akari courage and Zenjiro friendship was like pretty surprising because it's Digimon and it's like, a woman has love and a man has courage. And that that's the way it's always been in Digimon. And it probably didn't stand out to anyone else, but it really means a lot that ah, friendship and love from Zenjiro, the boy, and courage from Akari, the girl. I just That means a lot because that's never happened in Digimon. We've never given an attribute that for some reason Digimon has always thought as a masculine thing of like, oh, courage and bravery, that, that is a boy's thing. This has but, never happened. In the history of Digimon. It hasn't. And the joke's really funny if you get the context. <laughs> I don't, but <laughs> That's all right. I'm, just saying, I'm just saying, Akari having the attribute of courage, it's just a minor thing, but it just means so much that we have Akari's courage 
and Zenjiro's friendship, and this gives the power to evolve. But it just, I, it's, I know it's a minor thing. It, it just, is. It means a lot. I'm, I'm glad. Because, you know, we're, the woman's something. The woman is having a thing. The woman is strong, and we're not, the woman isn't being shown as weak or just like, oh, a woman is loving and caring. Or like, um, it would could it would have been like Akari's care and love for her friends in any other season and Zenjiro's courage and his bravery and strength. No, this is good. I like this. So Shatmon evolves to Omega Shatmon or Omni Shatmon in the dub. This and is weird. It's, he looks like wrong. It. He's, got, well, he's still got his tiny to- baby face. It's said to be his future version. Like, this is his future evolution. That's even dumber. So, this is actually one of the reasons why I believe people think that Cross Wars is like a prequel to the other seasons, I, I think. People either say it's a, it's a prequel, it's like before evo- like evolution, like forced evolution was a thing, or temporary evolution, or people also say that it's a, it's, it's like an epilogue to all of Digimon because we have the Digimemories from all the other seasons. So people have either a theory that it's a sort of prologue to Digimon or it's an epilogue to Digimon. And I can see it going both ways because they don't have evolution in like the standard way and they say that evolution is a future mechanic. Like this is his future form. I don't know. It's it's I don't know. It's it's it's, in, it's an interesting change for this world. On the bridge, Taiki's mum can see the Digimon and she says that there must be lying from Taiki's story. In the dub, and I'm confused about this line, she says, "Is that Mikey's Digimon?" Where I have some questions. One being, how does she know Shatmon is his? And she says Digimon, not Digi thingies. It's really weird. Or Digi whatevers. She's like, oh, that sounds about right. Now that I've seen weird flashes in the sky, I've connected all the dots. Mm. Also, she's got really That's... good eyesight, apparently. It's, you know what? The thing is, about situations like this, is that when people see big flashes in the sky, they don't immediately go, oh, that story my kid told me must be true. They go, that's interesting fireworks. Yeah. Or, it's just Japan, must be another kaiju. <laughs> I forgot about that part. Anyway, so because this is a new evolution, obviously Omega Shatman wins. And then, and you probably didn't pick this up, and I'm the only reason I did is because I love Digimon so much is that we have a thumbs-up callback, which is when Shatmon and Taiki won their first ever fight, Taiki gives a, sh- a thumbs-up to Shatmon, and Shatmon returns a thumbs-up. And then in this episode, Omega Shatmon and Taiki exchange thumbs-ups. I don't know, it, it means a lot to I me. I didn't and notice that, you're right. It's cute. I don't know, I like it. It's sort of like a bookend of the show. Like, this is this first fight, and this is the last fight in of the mini-season, I guess. And in the dub, at the end of the battle, they, do, they make lame puns, like... I don't know, the dub had to put in puns instead of silence because that's just what it does. That third season everyone hates. Yeah, oh, I, I like the third season because it's just like, it's a lot like Atmon, with all, but only if Atmon had just filler. <laughs> only the worst parts. But I, uh, it's still enjoyable, it's cute, it has one part which is really, really important. And we'll get to it soon. Anyway, so Taiki goes to the digital world, and because it's too OP, Omega's Digimemory stays in the real world with uh, Akari and Zenjiro. Then we get to see Yu, and he says he looks forward to his battle with Taiki. And he's very evil looking, and this is Nene's brother, by the way, because apparently it wasn't uh, obvious to Jay. It was, I totally forgot. They really mentioned his name like three times, I think. So what do you think of this episode as someone who is new to Digimon? I mean... I guess I'm not that new anymore, so I've seen every episode that's like this one, and it just feels bad. Because mm. it's either doing absolutely nothing new at all, or it's actively throwing weird nonsense at you. Like, because they go back, 
uh, and we know how long were they in the digital world from like when they first got there to now when they left? Months? Mm. How many? Probably. Do you think? Like, I I always feel like about thirty episodes is maybe half a year, or maybe if we think about every episode being about a week. So then maybe well, it wouldn't be every episode because some flow together, obviously. And yeah, some of them are a bit more urgent. But I tend to I, think that yeah, it's probably been like four to in, six months in anime, and I feel like this is weirdly consistent with a lot of anime like i'm watching hunter x hunter at the moment and they said that it's been six months since the start of the series and it's like 30 something episodes in and i feel when taichi disappeared in adventure that was like episode 22 and that was also like almost half a year in i think it was four months for memory but i might be wrong and i think it's the same story with frontier where we had 30 episodes in that's six months so i feel like that's sort of how they operate with 30 episodes is about half a year. And if you think about the whole, what takes place in one season, which would run over the space of about a year, is that a whole season will equal one year. I would agree. And so the except, thing is... Except in Higurashi, where one whole season is one day. Sure, man. Multiple okay. times. So what Watch Higurashi. To, what I'm trying to get at here mm-hmm. is that if they were only gone from like the beginning of the day to dinner time, yeah. And then they went back to the digital world. They they went to sleep that night after dinner with the, with the family. And then they hung out the next day. They went to get lunch. And then they hung out. And they like left in the evening. That means twice as much time has passed in the digital world than they spent there the entire time. So it's been a full year again. Mm. So the whole place is boned. Like, there's nothing to go back to. That place is gone. I... Would you actually tell when you flash I, into it? I hope Hellscape. the show re- remembers that. Because so you're right, qu- it has been probably half a day. So the question then is, it's been, it's been like a day and a half. Um, the question then is, is, in this hellscape, what was Bagramon's plan? Was this it? Was his whole plan was to make everything bad? And um, if so, why? Arguably, you could say, hey, the the uh, Team Crossheart is really hindering my plans. I could deal with Nene, I could deal with Kiriha, but for some reason, the protagonist, the goal kid, is an issue. I'm going to send him away... Even if it's temporarily... That's not, even if you, you're not even nearly answering what I'm trying to say. No, but no, no I'm just hypothesizing here that what if that was his plan and he sent Taiki away just for a little, just a little while because he says, oh, he's a protagonist, he'll come back, he'll find a way back because the script says it. But if I send him away for even like half a day in his world, it'll be like six months in my world, I can wreak havoc then. I don't know. But why? That no, legitimate. no, no. You're not listening to me. Yeah. Why does he want to quote unquote wreak havoc? Once he rules the world, why would he make it a bad place? Wouldn't I'm you want to rule the world that was already there? I know that's he's why a bad you guy. wanted it. And that's all I. That that's my. That's the only answer I have is that this bad guy is a bad guy and has motives of badness. So he's garbage, is what you're trying to tell me. Yeah. Okay. I mean. I never fully expect Digimon bad guys to be cohesive, and I think that's why Atmon is such a good season, is that the bad guy's kind of like, okay, yeah, that's fine. And in uh, in Tamers, like the D-Reaper, like, it never tried to be anything other than, like, just this thing that was like, hey, everything's a virus, I'm going to eat it. Like, that's fine. It was super simple, but not, like, not trying to be something good. Digimon, no, does not have a track record for cohesive villains that have legitimate plots that aren't just I'm evil, I want to rule the world and that's it. Like, can you think of any other villains 
I guess Edamon's good. Edamon was just like, hey, I want to have a good time and I'm honestly feeling attacked right now. Um, these guys are kind of like harshing my, my jam. No, see, the thing is, there are people who want to rule the world and you totally get that because they think they would do a good job or because they want it, etc. But the idea that he would take over the world to ruin it, that his plan was to make it awful, doesn't yeah. make sense. Because once you've made it awful, it's still yours. Mm. It just sucks now. Yeah, true. So how would you rate both these episodes? I rated them as a... I don't remember which way I did it. It was either a 2 and a 3 or a 3 and a 2. I think it's a 3 and a 2. I think that's what you said in Nox Synopsis, right? Something like that. Yeah. I, I know. I liked these episodes. I gave the first one a 6 and the second one a 7. So I guess averaging 6.5 because that's how maths works. Um, I liked these episodes. I They were okay. They were passable. Yeah, they had problems, but they could have been a lot worse. I've seen a lot worse in my Digimon watching days. It's fine. And That's so, all that can be said for it. Yeah, true. That's all that can be said for Cross Wars a lot of the time. Is, hey, it could be worse, eh? could be in Frontier. So just back to Not Synopsis, how did your watching the episodes actually compare to your predictions? So I was pretty... I was doing pretty well in that first one, you know, when I thought that, you know, they'd be fighting Tactimon and the final code credits, I mean, a little bit of that is in the titles. Um, I, I did think he would take the sword out. That was wrong. When I saw the sword zone, I'm like, oh, it's happening. It's happening right now. And it never did. Mm. And because God damn it. I know it, it does make him feel powerful that he has like this thing. He's like, ha, Lord Bargara has sealed this big attack, but now I can pull it out, but I actually won't because... I think it's too powerful and I don't want to actually kill the kids because it doesn't well, say in the script the, the, that I kill the, the kids here. The attack was unsealed. It's just the sword is the scabbard and there's no actual sword because screw you, I guess. He makes a lot of wind. That that That's his special attack. Gra- he's grabby. Just lots of gravity. Very grabby. Isn't Gravimon in this? Gravimon, I believe, is in part two. Okay, Might great. be wrong. So maybe we'll get him soon. I can't... I, I'm i pretty sure he's in part two because I don't remember... I remember one thing about part two and it's a, a pirate boat and they go to find... Tre- I think there's something to do with treasure. I think it's One Piece. Um, and that's all I remember about part two is that they're on a boat at some point and Taiki makes friends with the captain, I think. That's, that's, that's my memory. That's the extent of my memory of part two. Random. Yeah, it's a thing. Can't wait to get to that totally unmemorable season. I think people say that part two's good, but I can't remember anything about part two. Anyway, what were the major differences between the Japanese and English version? Um, the prophecy has got to be. You, got, you can't go past that. It completely ruins the whole show. Well, it is the whole dub thing, and this was my main difference that I noticed as well is that every season needs one, apparently, in the dub, and I feel like every season has in the dub, even if the original doesn't mention a prophecy, the dub has always found a way to mention the words prophecy. It's like the dub writers have a little contest about who can slip in the word prophecy first and whose, like, slip-in makes the most sense. <laughs> I don't know. It the just... worst competition of all time. Yeah, I, I, at some point I feel like maybe I'm a little bit right. And also in the dub, and I, I guess it, I... I could have just misunderstood this, but the Digimemories seem to be like they're trying to sort of say that they are the royal knights in the dub, and the original just says that they're, a, they're knights, basically. That, they're, they are good guys. 
I mentioned this before, but these episodes sure do make that Cutemon Sweet Zone arc feel more like a movie because the start of the episode doesn't go directly from it. Uh, there's no mention to Cutemon's parents. Does Cutemon even talk in these episodes? No, I don't think he shows up. Isn't like, that weird? We just had like weird. a big moment for him. Like, shouldn't he still like have some moments? Like, this is a big thing just happened. Like, he met his parents. Like, that was his whole thing. I mean, it's a big deal, but not to the writers, obviously. A living plot device. Hi. So we got the end of part one. How did it compare to your thought, like your predictions, and had what did you think of it of part one? Now we're finished with part one. <sighs> Again, I really think they just like gave up. So. I guess I feel nothing for it. I've already forgotten the whole thing. It just exited my brain. It's already do any, gone. Do you have any, like, highlights from it? No. None. At all? At all. So no, Oof. like, no thoughts? No, uh... I guess. Just, like, it had a good setup, and then it completely wasted it. And it's very clear from here when they're resetting into, like, part two or season two or whatever, that just, they don't care. And, and they're like, neither should you have. If you cared about any of this story, it was your mistake. Yeah, true. Um, my highlights were basically, um, I'm sure I had some. I guess the whole mechanics of like the general and the army and the fighting and but the all thing the is Digimon that, that we saw. There was only like one time where it ever felt like there were actually armies fighting each other. Every other time, there were a ton of Digimon, and then two Digimon would fight, and then that I was decided. Feel, I feel like part two does it better, and I, I, I will talk to you about part two in like a second. There's just a few more discussion points. So, what were my thoughts about this episode compared to the other Time to Go Home episodes? So, Home Away from Home and the Frontier one, where he's a Digimon. this is the worst one. Even the Digimon one is better than this, because that's yeah. interesting. Well, the Frontier one's probably, like, one of the best episodes in Frontier, which is not saying much. That is correct. But, yeah, it is. it does feel like a um, a less good Home Away from Home. Like, I agree, it is the worst one out of all of them. It does have Tactimon being in the real world, which reminds, as I said, reminds me of Ogremon being in the real world. Uh, do you have any predictions for you? Like, what is he going to do? Slash Ewan in the dub? Uh, he feels like he's going to be Zero, but bad. Zero? Uh, is it from, isn't that his name? From the manga? Yeah. Um, from V-Tamer? Zero's the Digimon in V-Tamer. Oh, Christ. Um, Neo. Neo, yep, there we are. So, like, the idea of, oh, they're going to manipulate him, they're trying to use him, but he's actually using them. They're trying it's, to use him. I wasn't making you. that joke, and I'm upset well, that you have. I did. I made it. Never again. So, the title for season two is called The Evil Death Generals and the Seven Kingdoms. That is the worst name. The hey, Evil Death Generals. You be nice. I won't. <laughs> you stop that. No, thank you. It's not not terrible. It's the worst. So, do you have any predictions for what that means? Well, the evil death generals are probably like... Well, because like Blastmon's had a year to come back together, so he's probably fine again, and wants revenge and whatever, he, and Lilithmon... He said like hundreds of... No, he said hundreds of years. Oh, he was guessing. He has no idea. Dude's still ahead. I'm sorry. How How do you know? Well, that, that's the other thing I remember. Oh, well, then they have to fight ahead. Fine. So, do you think that the evil death generals are just Lailamon, Blastmon, what have you? That seems reasonable to me. Okay. So, basically, the evil death generals, do you think they're going to be other armies, or do you think they're just going to be a dude they have to fight? I mean, there's going to be armies... You just told me there'd be more like armies, and oh, yet yeah, that's I still right. don't believe you. Okay. Well, maybe maybe we'll find out. And there is a boat at some point, a pirate ship, I think. <sighs> um, also, I think there might be a Digimon who is... Not a Leomon, but also is a Sun Lion, I think. Maybe. And it will die. I don't think... I don't... I don't remember. 
Um, Time to die, Catmon. I think Ze- no, Zeus isn't in this. Maybe it's a Apollo- I think Apollomon is a thing. Um, I think he's in this. I think maybe, but that's weird because he's evolved from Coronamon. I have no idea. You're just I- meandering now. Do you know that? Pretty positive about the existence of the pirate ship. Everything else is sort of up in the air. So we had some Digimon introduced. We had Greymon, my best friend. Um. He looks so much like Tactimon. I actually, for a moment there, I thought they had forgotten what his design was. He looks nothing like Tactimon. They're just big samurai men. What do you mean? Okay, he's like gold. He's he's got no, less he's of a design. he's gold now. He's got less of a design he's than Tactimon. He's gold now. Okay, I guess I can see a point when he's purple. And what about Omega Shoutmon, who is a big tall boy with a small boy face? Uh, it's really weird. It, like, it doesn't look right. Because if the idea is that it, that's his evolution in the future... That means when he's old, he's still going to be, a, like, with a weird child face. Alright, everybody, join us for the next episode of Legend of the Galactic Heroes. Bake to the digital world. Hot time in Dragonland. Or towards a new world, the blazing general of Dragonland. And take a stained, Christopher. Fusion fighters, rescue Michonne. <laughs> or stand up Kiriha, cross hearts rescue strategy. And vampire land, and the moonlit general. Or feel a chill run down your spine. The Moonlight General's Vampire Land. It was These a monster are... mash. <laughs> These episodes, again, are... the dub titles are similar to the original ones, again, which is what they did at the start of season one, or part one, rather. So, happy boop de boop de boop de to Hirolato for July 22nd. The link dump's linked in the description. Our red bubble's also linked in the description, and you can get more than just shirts there, too. You can contact us and stay updated. You can email us at lostintranslation at gmail.com or you can comment on this episode or message us on SoundCloud. You can follow us on at Translation on Twitter and you can find us on Lost in Translation on Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. We have a discussion thread on With the Will and a Reddit thread in the Digimon subreddit and we would appreciate it if you would review us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher and any other podcast listening app that you use. Ratings really assist people finding out the podcast, allegedly. And we have a website. Vote in our polls, check out our release schedule and check out our blog posts. And you can donate to our Patreon, which is linked in the description, for as little as a dollar a month, which gets you access to our listener Slack chat group. But there are higher levels with more rewards, such as notes, early episodes, and more. And thank you to our Patreon supporters. Sam Krieger, Stevie, who is Stevie Padmon on Tumblr and is taking commissions there, Metal Mamimon, Joe, Anime Guy, who is Anime Guy Kurosaki and the number one on YouTube, Chakmon, Hiro Lado, who is at Bite Feng Huang on Twitter, Fight him, uh, Jason Morosky, Ryuchi, who is Ross Mirajic on Archive Our Own, and Inca.com forward slash Ryden Allen, Stephen Reeves, who is Wildlink64 on Archive of Our Own, Kaidawashi, Mac, Noam, Riku, Chisai, who can follow at Chisai236 on Tumblr, Kyle, the Lady Bugman, whose anime blog you can read at baggyburago.wordpress.com, Glitchgoat, Astro McCool, Matthew, Anthony, who is at Anto Classic on Twitter, Lismet, who is a Lekman on Tumblr, Sporky, Sithobi, Megan, Kaliak, Neobu, The Time Optimist, Silverhead325, who is at SHF25Tweets on Twitter, Nicholas, Anthony V, Harrison, Michael, and Michael C. You can also make a one-off promotion on my PayPal, which is found in the description. It's paypal.me slash Ergemon. Click next show, that's us the podcast. See you guys next time. Bye! Bye! Bye.